Peace and blessings, y'all. I'm Courtney, and welcome to Multidimensional Soul Podcast. I hope everyone had an amazing weekend and have set intentions for an amazing week as well. I'm sure most of you have heard this saying, comparison is the thief of joy. And while I feel like we all know what it means, it's different when you kind of experience it and you're able to realize that's what it is and immediately change the narrative or something happens that will require you to change the narrative. I'll explain. We all know I have a plant page on Instagram. I'm very active on my plant page and I follow a lot of different people. Some people have hundreds of plants. I'm literally talking like 200 count, 300 count, and they manage, or it appears, let me be clear, it appears that they manage to care for all of these plants effortlessly. All of their plants look amazing. They have amazing pots. They use amazing products. And I haven't been jealous of anyone or envious of anyone. But sometimes I see it and I'm like, oh, I got to go harder. Or maybe I should switch to what they're using. Or maybe I should consider having more patience so that I can grow. Because I have about 33 plants. And sometimes... Even right now, there's still plants on my wish list, but then I'm always considering, am I going to be able to properly care for all of the plants that I have? Like right now, I'm very comfortable with the amount that I have. Again, even though I want more, but seeing people have that many, I'm like, oh, I can do that. I can take care of my plants. If they can take care of theirs, I can take care of mine. I don't have anything compared to them. And sometimes those pages will follow me back. And then I'm like, oh, wow, you're following me. Because those pages a lot of times have upwards 50,000 plus followers. And so when they follow me and then if they like something on my story or respond in my comments and they're complimenting me, I immediately am like, oh my God, thank you. But you know, you're the one, like you're the goat. You have so many, like all your plants are beautiful. And I can't just accept the compliment. I always feel the need to do that little comparison. Like, oh, thank you for that. But you're the goat, like your plants are beautiful. Your plants are this. So a full circle moment, one night I was DMing Sheila Marie, Ace Hood's wife. Her and I kind of talk on social media a lot. Not, Not that she really even knows who I am as a person. I've attended some workshops that she hold. I like what she stands for, the information she puts out. And she's helped me with a few things, honestly. When we talk in our DMs, I respond and she is responsive. She was posting about a plant that she had or something I don't even remember at this point oh it was about you know she juices and so do I and she was asking what could she do with you know the juicing leftover and I was like well you know they say you can compost it I never have I juice often and I just still always throw it away I'm sure that there's people that are all about the environment more so than I am that can tell me a thousand things that I can do with what's left over after I juice. But I am a plant parent, I love my plants, but I am a bit lazy, so I haven't composted it to add it to the soil. But I was telling her that's what I heard, and I was like, I have 33, and I still haven't found it in me to do it. And she was like, wow, 33 plants. 
And when she said that, I was just kind of taken aback. And immediately in my mind, I wanted to respond like, girl, that's nothing. I follow people that have like hundreds. And I was stopped myself like, girl, just chill. Accept that like it's okay for someone to be wowed by the fact that you have 30 something plants to someone that has one or five or that struggles keeping their plants alive. That's a lot like 33 plants. That is a lot. Or even to people that aren't even into plants or into taking care of things because you do have to take care and maintain plants. That's a lot for them. Like sit in that. Give yourself grace. Like you don't always have to have more and stop comparing and being so willing to downplay your ability to care for 33 plants just because you see on Instagram that other people can take care of hundreds and not just Instagram on YouTube as I follow plant pages on YouTube obviously and like I said it seems that they do it so gracefully and I just remember I put the phone down because it was already kind of late at night anyway I put the phone down and I went to sleep and I just remember having this smile on my face like yeah I have 33 plants and that's good like that's an achievement you don't have to downplay it just because you know people with more. Like, that's comfortable for you. That's where you are. This is your journey. Stop comparing it. Comparison is really the thief of joy. And that was my last thought before I went to bed that night. And it was just so prevalent to me because we live in an era where social media is like everywhere. It's in your face. It appears that everyone is always posting. They're posting everything when in all actuality, they're posting the good parts. They're posting the parts that they want, they want you to see. And I'm not going to say that some people don't post like the good, the bad, and the ugly. But I'm just saying for the most part, people are going to post the parts that they want you to see. The people that I think are everything with their 100 plus plants, 200 plus plants could also be struggling very bad. And I just don't see that. And it just always gives you a moment to stop and just sit in and be grateful for what you have in the path that you're taking and the stop comparison, especially because I thought I was beyond that. I went through a phase where sometimes it was kind of hard for me to watch certain things, especially on YouTube as it pertains to like couples and love. They'll make you, it immediately will make you feel like they're, you're not doing enough. Like, Oh, it's just a random Tuesday and you don't bought so-and-so a Range Rover? Like, oh, wow. Like, what am I even doing? Granted, clearly they're influencers. They live a completely different life than I make. They make an abundance of money. Their life is social media. Their life is posting. And that's not my life. And we all make choices and decisions and that their choices and decisions led them there. Mine's me here. But it's still... A thing sometimes to be like, damn, I wish I could or that would be dope if I could. And then I have to always check myself like what you got is amazing. You know, there's still people that look to us to be like, you and Brittany are so dope. Like, I love y'all's love, et cetera, et cetera. And I always have to come back to that because shit, I love our love too. Like, it's my favorite love story ever. She don't give a fuck that I ain't bought her no Range Rover on Tuesday. You know, like, don't compare yourself. It is, it'll always make you feel inadequate and it makes me wonder how, you know, Generation Z or the, even the generations to come, how they can come up in this era and what they feel like love and relationships should look like, what they feel like life should be. It almost makes me sad because do they even have a real depiction of what it is and are they going to be in this constant space of comparison? 
Because as simple and cliche as it sounds, it really is a thief of joy. It will have you insecure. It will have you thinking, again, like you never do enough, like you are inadequate. You don't measure up. And all of those things in turn can have a person develop low self-esteem. And I mean, all the negative self-talk, what else What else would it create? You know, you have to be mindful of your thoughts and what you put out there because it could very well be your reality. Even something as simple as people around us, like in our tribe, our friends, people we know buying houses. Brittany and I both have to sometimes sit down and have the conversation like, yo, that's so dope. Such and such buy a house because we really genuinely and wholeheartedly are happy for the people that do. But then it always or not every time, but sometimes it's like, bro. Did you have to remind yourself that it's okay that we don't have a house or that like we're not late to the game or like no one's judging us or even gives a damn that we haven't bought a house yet? Like We just have to have those conversations because when all of your peers are kind of doing it and when they're doing it and you want to do it, it just seems like it puts more pressure on you. And for us, it's not that we can't go buy a house. We could have bought a house here. We could buy a house the next place we go. I just don't want to be the typical military family that is moving about and have houses everywhere. I don't want to be buying houses and then leaving in two to three years because that's how often we tend to move. I would very much rent, well prefer, excuse me, to rent. And once we're done with this shit, because we don't got long, thank goodness. (laughs) And Brittany's done with this Her whole military career is behind us and we can actually build our forever home and be there, enjoy it and not even have to worry about moving or who's going to live in it. Are we going to rent it out or sell it? Are we just going to leave it there? What are, am I going to stay in? Are you going to go when we don't have to worry about any of that? I feel like that would be the biggest relief. That will be when we are really able to enjoy it. Now, with that being said, (laughs) We did compile a list of places. Well, if we go to this place, we look at buying there. Whether it's a house that we may rent out or whatever it is, we did because the renting shit is really for the birds, especially what we pay up here in New York. And because we have a dog now, we need a yard. There are just certain things that we need that we may only get fulfilled if we buy. So we are more open, but Yeah, you know, just being open and having that dialogue is really good because, again, we're not hating on nobody. Always giving everybody their props. We genuinely be excited. Like, that is a major accomplishment. We just sometimes feel like we're behind. Almost kind of like me, too, with school. Like, all of my peers I graduated with, they all have degrees. They're all doing this. They're all doing that. And I'm just sitting here like, do-do-do-do-do. I have the student loan debt like you have, but I don't have the degree that you have. I spent so much time being like, now I got to go back to school. Like I got to finish. I got to figure it out. I need the paper. I need the paper. Not even because there was anything that I really even wanted to do because you guys know in the purpose episode, I told y'all I switch my major all the time. I don't want to commit to anything. So me going back to school would literally just be to feel some relief of pressure that no one other than myself (laughs) put on me to have the things that society says you should have by XYZ age or that it appears because all of my peers have it. Comparison is the thief of joy. And I feel like that was maybe the biggest one for me, the whole school thing. That was the biggest one for me to work through and be okay with not having. That has always been my biggest comparison. And that is 
always been the one that has left me feeling a little inadequate. And I have to remind myself, like, you ain't dumb. Like, you get it. You are a beast at school when you go. Does it give me great anxiety? Absolutely. I am the worst student when it comes to having anxiety and trying to go to school and learn the pressure that I put on myself. It is insane. And my wife got the witness it firsthand because she never understood what I was talking about because also in her mind you're smart as hell why don't you go to school like you could get the degree you wouldn't even have to do it the full time like you don't mind doubling up on classes but her actually seeing my process and what it does just like whoa maybe you shouldn't because you haven't mastered how to be a student and not be falling apart and in the state that you're in, but it was just something in me that had to figure out how to be okay. Like I can go to your graduation because I am happy for you. I'm so happy for you. This is a big accomplishment and I can be extremely proud of you without then comparing my journey to your journey and leaving myself feeling inadequate or like I haven't done enough because I don't have one. Because then when I'm done celebrating you, I'm left alone with my thoughts low self-esteem and me just kind of like picking myself apart and talking to myself in a manner that isn't even conducive to a person that would go to school and be motivated to get a degree. All in all, comparison is the thief of joy. It is cliche for the most part. Everyone says it and I'm sure people get tired of hearing it, but it is true. And just having that moment earlier this week and realizing like, bro, Everything you're doing is good. There are people out there that you still inspire. There are people that are in awe of something that you did and you just constantly be downplaying yourself. Girl, pop your shit, period. I got 33 plants and I don't got a degree, but I'm smart as fuck. And you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, those are things, again, not being a hater. It's just things that you have to tell yourself to remind yourself you're on nobody's time except your own. Don't compare your journey to anyone else's because everyone's journey is unique to them. Everyone makes decisions that lead them exactly where they are. Don't let the thief come up and rob you of all the good shit. The plant of the week is called a Hoya Carry, AKA the Hoya Sweetheart plant. It is literally one leaf that is a heart. Google it, I promise you, it's just one heart-shaped leaf. It typically does not grow to be anything else. It's just one heart-shaped leaf that sits in the pot and it's just really cute. The plant does prefer moist soil, but can withstand droughts. They do like high humidity and they like sunlight, but it's a really cute plant. I won one recently in a giveaway. It was on my plant wish list and I love it. Every time I look at it, I'm like, oh my God, this plant is so cute. Cause it really is. And it sucks that it won't grow to be anything else. It won't get any bigger. It won't produce other hearts. It is just literally exactly what it is, but also could be relatively easy for someone that feels like they don't have a green thumb. Could be an easy place to start. Maybe not as easy as a snake plant, but it could be an easy place to start. So check that out and let me know what you think. Last week's episode, I introduced the crystal of the month, which is amethyst. Anyone that is battling insomnia, this could be a really good crystal for you. It does aid in insomnia relief. It boosts your immune system and also helps balances the endocrine system by helping activate production of hormones. Again, this is the amethyst crystal. It is worthy. You should check it out if you're into crystals or have been looking to get your very first crystal. I highly recommend amethyst. 
Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. Remember, episodes drop every Monday. Don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends' friends to tell their friends to get with their other friends and listen to the episode as well. <laughs> Love and light, y'all.